0: Hey there, listeners. This is Brad Wayne, the voice behind Alder Billet the Third, Duke of Caliban, Inheritor of the Golden Fleet, Lord of the Red Sand Shores. So Reach wanted me to answer the question, why did we choose the Pathfinder 2.0 playtest for our podcast? There's a few reasons, uh, but one, the very heart of being a Pathfinder is blazing new trails to observe, record, and report. And that makes it a little risky to use a, a system that's not even published for your podcast, but we felt it was the right move to get on the ground floor where others might have used a more familiar system. Uh, you know, we thought it would help us learn the system. Would help you learn the system. I mean, <laughs> maybe you won't screw it up so much if we do. Uh, but on a more personal note, why do I want to use it? Well, for that, we have to go back a little bit to my actual backstory. It was December of uh, 2010, and I lived in Atlanta. was actually in a very low point in my life. Uh, a job I love had just ended. We'd all been fired. Uh, the love of my life had gotten rid of me as a Christmas present. Uh, And my grandmother was rapidly succumbing to Alzheimer's, and the family needed help with that. So I packed up and went to the last place I wanted to go, Springfield, Missouri. Um, And, you know, when I moved here, I didn't know anyone. I had no friends, didn't really have anything, but what I did have was a love of playing RPGs. Uh, I had just recently tried out 4th Edition. Uh, Ew, I know. Uh, Mostly my background was sci-fi RPGs. And I thought, well, maybe I could at least you know, get together with someone, find a group to play with. So I went online and found a local group that played a, a system I didn't know, Pathfinder, but had always been interested in. So I just, out of the blue, randomly emailed one Richard Souther and said, hey, maybe I can come observe, check it out sometime. He said, that's not good enough. Bring a level one and we'll, we'll play. So I did. I created a bard because I knew they didn't have one. And on that first night, my circle of friends in that room... Is still the circle of friends I have to this day. So, what Pathfinder really meant to me was a new start on life. I want to return the favor and help 2.0 get its own start on life. Now, there's something here for everyone in this podcast. I hope you'll find it together with us inside the
1: Adventurer's Vault.
2: This is the Adventurer's
1: Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventurousvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now... It's time to open The Adventurer's Vault.
3: When last we left our adventurers, they were staring down the lunging jaws of a large and angry alligator. Let's see which one of our lucky combatants is about to be gator
4: food. And,
3: well, it looks like it's going to be uh, young Hatham over here. Yeah!
4: Well, yes. ha, ha, suck yeah. it! Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. Let's try to help.
1: I hope some of you can become quickly trained in academia, or there's going to be a glaring hole in this team.
3: So the first thing we need to do here is go ahead and roll those initiatives. Can
0: I use stealth? Or Were you stealthing? No. Then no, you can't.
1: Can I use lore academia? <laughs> you cannot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well?
1: Uh, a total of 20.
4: That's real good for you. I've got a 12 over here. You've studied the lore of, of, of attacking alligators, haven't That's you? That's true.
3: Mm-hmm. And the gator got himself a nine.
1: I took a class on shadow alligators, mm-hmm. Alder, living was living your, in lakes history. surrounded by strange towers. That was an elective, right? Awfully yes, awfully. Uh, Alder, awfully Alder, specific. It doesn't. Was, it didn't transfer anywhere. Yeah,
4: it didn't. Um, yeah, that's a. It was a
0: regional course. Yeah. Alder was laughing so hard he got a five. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Um, I, we seem to be missing a few minis here. Um, I know
0: that's obvious to the listeners at home we seem to be missing some sort of defined geographic
3: um we're we're gonna we're we're gonna use as i really use this as the the shoreline so you guys are right here okay we're all back here and this is very riveting to the listeners who can't see shit really oh yeah (laughs) we are
2: far away from the shoreliners as far as you could possibly be. Yes, like, they're
3: brave adventurers wanting to be as far away from the alligator as possible.
4: I, I say about 15 meters. I don't good. think that's cowardice. I think it's just common fucking sense. <laughs> I mean, look at the terrible gaping holes he's tearing in our friend. I mean, there's just reason not to do it. To it's, shreds, you say. shreds, you say.
3: <laughs> they get near the shore and they all scatter from the raft as quickly as possible. <laughs> Standard operating procedure.
2: All right, who goes first? First one initiative is Hatha. Oh hey, the, thank God. You are
3: slightly quicker than the alligator who is about ready to take a big hunk out of you.
2: Boy, that
1: is good. Uh, let's see, I am going to uh instinctively reach into my pack, draw a vial of bottled lightning, and uh ooh, is it? It's within melee range of me. Oh yeah,
3: it is right there. It is about to clamp down on you.
1: Yeah, so I will uh, go ahead and move back my uh, max speed. I'll move back 25 feet from it, draw a vial of bottled lightning, and I will throw it at the uh, alligator. All
3: right, so that is your three actions, mm-hmm. because now in Pathfinder 2.0, we have three actions. Ah. To use. Huzzah!
1: It's going to be a 17 to hit. A 17
3: does indeed hit the alligator.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, that's good. Bong. All right, so that's wow, nice uh, one lightning damage. One
3: lightning damage.
1: Shocking. Uh, yeah. This uh, is kind of how that spell works. And it does impose flat-footed as well. So. Thank you, okay, Professor. So
3: the alligator is flat-footed and less one hit point. Who goes next?
2: Uh, after Hatham is Father Becker.
4: Uh, <clears throat> Father Becker would uh, like to... Uh, Father Becker is... Um, quite troubled by the presence of the alligator, especially one that appears to have wisps of strange negative energy-looking smoke emerging from its maw. That is correct, right? It,
3: it does seem to be that way. Okay. Not just from the maw, but it does be emanating from the... Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. I am troubled by this, and so I'm going to use two actions to make a ranged touch attack with one of my healing uh, surges, if you will. Okay, Or at least that's that's... What I'm thinking I'm going to try. Go for it. I uh, say to the creature, ah, back, foul creature. Let the positive light of my mysterious god punish you for your strange existence. Lost it. <laughs> I, I I don't <laughs> know where I was going for, with that. For I no know. reason, I rolled some dice. Over Smite here. you for being different. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I, clear, I clearly missed that range touch deck because I rolled below 10.
3: Um, um,
4: all right. So you just flat up missed.
3: Um yeah. yeah you do then go yeah
4: it sucks. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna move back away from it. Uh, so
3: a funny story though. Uh, essentially positive energy leaps out of your hand towards the creature and while although it does miss, as it travels near the creature, there seems to be a reaction. Uh, you know, you have this kind of equal and opposite reaction there. And there is something of an explosion, although it's not large enough to have any particular effect. There is a very large audible pop and flash.
4: No, no kidding. Does the creature appear to be um, worse for wear? Uh, um, it and- doesn't
3: seem to have injured in any way. It does seem to have angered it. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> think oh, think nice. about if, uh, like, a firecracker just went off right next to your, mm-hmm. your head, um, a very bright one. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's kind of what happened here. Mm.
4: Well, n- noted. Uh, sorry, Ash- Uh you appear to be the closest creature to the now enraged, uh, apparently with levels of barbarian, uh, negative energy uh, alligator. So
3: who is next?
2: After Father Becker is a Asherion, me, am going to step uh, back towards Alder here, a couple feet back, and then I am going to uh, just, you know, reach over, put a hand on his shoulder and guidance him.
3: Okay. So that's your three actions?
2: Um, I should technically have one left, but I do... One is not enough to cast anything else, so we're going to act like I have two. Okay. So, that it- so he's
3: just using two of his actions, and uh, who's next? Alligator. So the alligator is next. Uh, after Hatham quickly and nimbly manages to escape its chomp, uh, he turns and realizes that the next closest target is Alder, and he moves in. The hell? The hell. <laughs> he moves in, and his jaws come open, and... Now we're talking. That is a 21 to hit. Yeah, whatever. So this is going to be seven damage and you're
0: grabbed. hate all of you so much.
3: And at the same time, he is going to whip his tail around at a That no. okay. is
1: a 13. No, actually. Oh, my God. What? That you have an armor pass? class? Yeah.
3: All right. So 13 misses. So the tail comes whipping by you. Uh, you're able to just dodge out of the way, but man, that was a big deal.
2: That is... So who's next? Uh, after that is Alder himself, who still has a guidance to use.
0: So at the beginning of the fight, Alder's like, Come, compatriots, charge! And then he runs forward and then looks and sees literally every other member of the party has run away from the alligator. And then he's attacked. <laughs> <laughs> and grabbed. So, uh, uh, have to succeed at a dc5 flat check for anything i do nice so i'm gonna to try to draw a weapon <laughs> so here's my flat check uh so a nat 20 you know, is yours?
4: <laughs> of course i blow a
0: fucking nat 20 on a dc5 check a nice <laughs> so i grab the hell out I, of that sword
3: i uh i approve
2: uh, I'm,
0: gonna, I'm gonna try to stab this this jerk. Stab him. You uh, gonna use your guidance on that? So, uh, what do I get for that exactly? A plus one. Plus one. All right.
2: Just you have to call out what you're using it on before.
0: I'm you're... going to use it for an uh, attack roll. Okay. Do you so, have to make
1: that flat check to attack him too?
0: Uh, it says uh, if you attempt to manipulate action, activity, free action, or reaction while grabbed, you must exceed a DC oh. five flat check or it's lost.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well.
0: So first, here's the flat check. Made it. All Jesus
1: right.
4: Christ.
0: For uh,
3: really the listeners roll. who may not know what the flat chicks are, it is an unmodified D20
0: roll. All right, so I grab a, a very shiny rapier out of its sheath and attempt to stab.
1: This thing is still flat footed. Uh, should be.
0: Nat 14 plus 5 plus 1? Uh, one. 1. So yes. we're looking at 20 total.
1: That is a hit? Wait, it would be 20 or 22 because of flat footed?
0: Uh, it's still a hit. Yeah. Okay. but is it a
1: hit over like oh, 10 okay. over he's thinking a, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. Right. are
0: we what? sure it's flat-footed
3: uh yes he yeah. made
1: it flat I, I hit it with a ball oh, of lightning okay. so it's flat-footed now ah, for, that's great
0: I was too busy fine. getting bit to hear that sorry yeah well get bit man uh it's gonna be uh eight damage
3: alrighty so you managed to stab him with your shiny rapier and uh, are you
0: done uh I'll go ahead and I'll raise a shield yeah for okay. my third action all right, and who is up after that?
2: After that, it goes back to Hatham. All right, so let's see, I think I
1: will I go and flank him on the other side. Well, most of my uh, most of my damaging alchemical items do splash damage, so I think I will use. So, what's
3: the problem? You have all these targets you can hit.
1: That's true.
0: Admittedly, our characters don't know that.
1: I'm going to go ahead and use some infused reagents to do quick alchemy to make a tangle foot bag, and I will throw it at the gator. Okay. That's a 14 if it's still flat-footed. That's a hit. Oh. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so he is now entangled for one minute. Got another one? Okay. Which I think functions like grappled, similarly.
0: Uh, other than their hampered 10, it works exactly the same. Uh, say that again, please. So he's hampered 10, so mm-hmm. he loses 10 speed, and he also has a DC-5 flat check for doing stuff. For doing stuff. Okay.
1: Grapple. We're good. Grapple, We're good. my friend, will you? I'll grapple you. But not up close, okay. obviously, from very far away and uh, timidly <laughs> as possible.
3: So. so how is that for actions for you? Do you have more?
1: That, I think think is it would be one to well be one to do the quick alchemy one to throw it you've
3: got an action left is there anything you're going to do with it um our young naturalist is very timid
1: i will i think i actually will move in to to flank it
3: okay so you are now behind the
4: alligator wonderful (laughs) who is next
2: uh after Haytham is Father Becker.
4: Father Becker is going to attempt to do what he did previously. He's going to move a little closer first, uh, about 25 feet uh, up, uh, yeah, to get close enough so I can maybe, uh, yeah, I'll put myself here exactly in a moment, close enough so I can step in if somebody gets injured and, and, and get them uh, healed up. But I'm also going to try another range to attach attack on that critter um, with the same uh, goal, to unleash some positive energy. Okay. So, um, aha, creature. Take that. Oh, that's quite a bit better. 20 on, on that range touch attack.
3: Oh, that's easily a hit.
4: So I'm aiming directly down his maw, his gullet, uh, with a powerful surge of energy. Do you have to roll anything?
3: You know, just for the sake of... Uh, let's see
4: what happens there. Okay. I can tell you I rolled max, so that is 8 points of uh, positive goodness. All right, the spell seemed to go off just fine. Uh, 8 points of positive energy fly...
3: Uh, at the uh, at the alligator. So here's what happens. You know, before a firecracker went off, this one's a little more like a stick of dynamite.
4: And I should say 11 points, actually, because oh, my 11 spellcasting points. modifier is, is in addition to it.
3: 11 points of dynamite. This time the explosion is a little more dramatic hmm. um, to the point where like, you all within the three of you are within five feet. So everybody but Father Becker, covered in gore, are going to take ooh, only one point of damage. As the explosion uh, seems to affect you as well, uh, you do notice that it seems to have affected the alligator even worse. Okay, uh, as though maybe your your effect had even more
4: damage there. And okay. so, to, so to clarify, it appears to be some sort of energy released when the reaction of positive and negative energy collided. Maybe something like that. It's something like that. This is the
3: the dilithium chamber. I where, see. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I uh, know you do. Since the reaction, it is positive energy uh, interacting with negative energy. Uh, which you've seen before, with maybe or heard of with maybe undead, um, but it never has this quite physical reaction, um, as though it's never interacted in um, such a state. Mm-hmm. You know, undead are fueled by it, so it's internal. This seems to be more palpable and external, uh, as though they were meeting in the wild, mm-hmm. and it, it, there's there's an explosion. It, it' pretty 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 dramatic, and. Um, And noticeable to you guys. Like, so there is a wave. So yeah, you guys take a little bit of damage. If the
4: rest of you look surprised at that when that occurs, if you look at me, you will see that I look just as surprised as you are that that occurred. I have no idea. It's more like, ow, what the hell was that? Exploding alligator. Now, just out of
3: curiosity, um, the the spell you cast was uh, heal. And you said you used a two-action casting? What is the difference between uh, the one and two and three-action casting?
4: Well, uh, if I use just the single-action casting, I would have to go up and make a touch attack, actually putting myself into physical range of physical harm. Here, by using two, I was able to do it as a range touch attack. Now, what would happen if
3: you used all three of your actions
4: on that spell? Well, then it would occur in, in sort of a, a burst, in a radius effect, if you will, but uh, which would affect everyone within the, the area. Unfortunately, however the effect would be greatly diminished. Ah, I understand.
3: Um, I'm, I'm going to feign ignorance there and act like I didn't know exactly what that did. But
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, So I, who's next? I, the player, know this. <laughs> at least. Yeah. Not necessarily sure all the characters know. We want to um, at least sound like
3: we're experts mm-hmm. on the, the playtest rules, even though we yeah. don't really know what the heck we're
4: doing.
2: Uh, after Father Becker is a Sheerian, who, after that explosion happening five feet away, is taking a second to... Rejust his bearings and it's like oh dear god
4: i know right <laughs> <laughs> oh dear gods we appear to be missing some great <laughs> mysterious god
2: uh he uh, is is first going to cast um shield on himself okay there's one action uh shields two. Oh
4: shields two so that's two actions mm-hmm. but it also counts as raising the shield
2: mm-hmm. so and then third final action he is going to chilling touch the alligator, what's left of it? You got the touch. Dun, 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 dun. That is a seventeen against its touch AC. That's a hit. Okay.
0: Here we go. There we go. Kill he's, this he's thing. Easy to touch. Wink. I bugger an alligator.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, we're back to the buggery <laughs> jokes again. Come on, guys. We got it. We got to keep our quota up here.
0: Episode just started. <laughs>
2: Uh, plus my charisma modifier, so that is going to be uh, eight damage.
3: Eight impressive
2: amounts of damage.
3: All right, who's next?
2: Uh, after a Shirian is the alligator itself. The
3: alligator? Well, I guess the alligator has to do a flat check to do anything. So let's go ahead and do that first action flat check. Oh, Shit. man.
2: I, <laughs>
5: I wasted my.
3: What's it feel like, oh, Rich? Oh, man, I wasted my nat 20 on a flat check. What's it feel mm, like? It feels bad. It feels bad, doesn't it? Feels, it, feels, it feels dirty. I feel a little... A little Filthy inside.
0: It sucks when you waste a 20 on a DC5 flat check.
3: However, that did succeed, so it gets to proceed with its death roll now that it has you grab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Oh, god Sounds good. <laughs> so here is the death roll attack. That's uh, not a nat 20, but it's also not terrible. That is
0: a 22
5: on the attack roll?
0: No, no, I can do, I can, no, I got a 23 at level one. Okay, cool. Um, for those of you who are listening at home,
3: that's the sound of sarcasm coming out of... Sys- uh, cynicism Jones. getting you anyway? This round brought oh, you by dang it. Now sarcasm. I rolled, that was... Damn, I rolled the damage super low, so that sucks a lot. Yeah, it does. Um, that is only five damage, and you are knocked prone. Neat. Um, now, he's got some other people here, so he's going to go ahead and, and uh, work on tail slap. And it looks like... Um, we're going to go odds even. So odds is indeed Hatham. So here comes
0: that tail slap.
3: This
1: alligator hates me. Ooh,
3: that's a good number there.
0: Hey, Rich. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your flat DC five flat check right there.
3: Oh, I did forget to make that here. No, you
0: made it right there. Look, the nineteen. The flat check. Oh, actually, if I'm if I'm going to do it that
3: way, then I actually did fail the flat
0: check. Oh. oh. So uh,
3: I get I guess if I'm going to cheat, I gotta I gotta <laughs> cheat fairly here. Uh, so he failed Sweet a flat justice. check on that one. Uh, he does, however, the third action. Um, oh, failed the flat <laughs> man. So apparently, uh, the entangled death roll was all it's going to be able to accomplish.
1: Oh, shout out to the Tanglefoot bag MVP. There you oh, go. Yeah.
3: So, um, who's up next?
2: Alder, who is currently being thrashed about and probably almost drowned. Alder looks real bad, by the way. Uh, yeah, you do get the sense yeah. the
3: alligator is trying to roll you towards back into the water.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I,
0: death, uh, yeah. No, Adler's in bad shape. All so. is a
1: strong swimmer, oh. though, so...
0: Yeah, not when a 100-pound, 500-pound uh, alligator's hanging on. Negative
1: energy alligator. Yeah, not yeah.
0: Forget that. We don't cover that in basic training. It's weird. No. No. Negative
2: energy doesn't weigh that much, though. No, it has to so. carry the weight of its sins that, that, that <laughs> weighs a lot. <laughs> it's committed a lot of sins.
0: So I'm going to try to stab this stupid alligator. All right. There's my flat check. Yeah. Uh, it's only a... Wait, I'm prone, right? You are. So let's figure out and Take a minus two. Six plus five is 11. Uh, he's tanked, so it's pretty low. But he is in a... He's entangled?
3: He is entangled? Yeah. Uh, when oh, does, and
0: I'm flanking, so 13. When
3: does the flat footed go away? How long did that last from the. A- it
2: doesn't matter. He's in flank.
3: Now, you do uh, have a flank. So what did you get with the flank?
2: It's 13 with the flank.
0: It's
3: not going to be enough.
0: All right. A so, L- little light there. Little I'm going to make another attack. So here's, right. my, here's my DC 5 flat. Made it. Right. Uh, now I've got furious focus.
3: So you don't take the minus 5. I don't take the um, minus 5. Go ahead and explain what you're talking about there.
0: So normally in Pathfinder, you have three actions. Uh, your normal attack is made at your full bonus, adding your strength or dex, whatever you're using. However, when you make a second attack, you get a minus 5 penalty. However, my first level fighter feat I took was Furious Focus. Which means when I take a when I attack a second time and I've missed the first time, I don't take that minus five penalty. So hopefully it will save my life right here, but probably not. I don't have a backup character. So of course I'm going to die this episode. Uh, so that's five minus two plus two for Flint. So this is, yeah, this is five. Uh, Fourteen.
3: 14 total, that's
0: all you got? That's all I got.
3: Um, That's enough. Sweet. Mostly because I I think he's still flat-footed from the bottled lightning.
0: Well, he's got the... He's he's in... He's in... Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the entangled doesn't make you flat-footed. Yeah, right. Uh, That's going to be seven damage.
3: Seven damage. Um, So you stab your shiny rip here into the alligator, and it finally seems to have expired. Yes, um, it seems that it's not at this moment, it's not quite dead dead yet, but it has given up the fight and it is slowly dying. Um, you know, normally you, you've seen it's not the first time you've seen an animal die. Um, however, as this one dies, it, the negative energy dissipating from it becomes more noticeable for a few brief moments as though something were reclaiming it. Mysterious. Where does it oh. appear to go? It just dissipates off around it. Hmm. There's no discernible direction; it just seems to uh, break up and go away.
1: Uh, for future reference, causes target to be flat-footed to all creatures until the start of your next turn.
4: Oh, so it was just one so, turn. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go with it. Um, yeah, play it where it lies. I might mention in the in the interest of being accurate, um, I was double checking on the heal spell, and actually, whenever you do use it as a ranged attack, it doesn't require range touch attack, but instead gives the target. A saving throw for half damage. Well, that's exactly what we did, right? Uh, That's what I recall us doing. I was just bringing that up uh, to make sure that the uh, listeners understood.
0: Exactly. So they knew why we did it that way.
3: Yes.
4: The correct Mm -hmm. way. Guys, we'll we'll just do a disclaimer at this
0: point. Uh, We're playing a test rule variant of a game. That's not even finalized. Things are going to change, and we're probably going to screw something up. We are infallible and never make a mistake.
4: And no, your rewind well, button doesn't work, so you can't go back once you've hit this point. That's only you, GM. You're infallible. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: oh,
2: that's so sweet.
3: Yeah, so
0: Alder is kicking the shit out of this alligator in, <laughs> in
2: anger. Asherian's a- going to walk over to the water by by Alder and try to give him his hand and pull him out of the like, little bit of... What are they?
4: (laughs) Uh, Out of curiosity, is the uh, does the alligator look any different now that the negative energy has dissipated? I mean, does it have a you know a pallor to it? Is it look strange or mutated or anything?
3: It's it's a good sized specimen, but not supernaturally large by any means. Um, It just seems to be well fed. Mm -hmm. Um, But other than that, no, nothing out of the ordinary. You know, that seemed even a little extra aggressive, maybe for an alligator. But, once again, nothing
4: supernatural or implausible. I don't suppose anyone has any sort of skills to be able to um, skin this beast. You can make some fine boots from a hide that big. My foot's already inside it. I've noticed that. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> repeatedly in and out, in and out.
3: You just wear the whole alligator as a boot, flop it around. <laughs> <laughs> alligator cloak. Like, like, a, like a scuba diver with I only one fin. How dare
4: you lay your hands on me? Filthy peasant animal. <laughs> it's already dead. So alright, alright. So now I, you, I, sur- you you survived right. your
3: first encounter. What do you do next?
1: Uh, can I give him a healing uh, um, One of my uh, healing potions.
4: uh. Do those replace themselves? Because I have another healing spell I can spend.
1: Yeah, this is this elixir of life is something I can make every day. Every day, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can give him one for one d six healing.
0: Pour some healing on me
1: in the name of love. Drink this. Uh, I want to hold your nose.
0: uh, Ooh, smells awful. Uh, I drink it. Mm-hmm. Fortitude, say,
3: <laughs> and then the poison, yeah. And kicks then, and then it,
1: it tastes oddly like and here giant lie, centipede venom. And yeah.
3: here lies Alder Billet Smithley here the third smiley, smiley, as a uh, duke of whatever the f-
1: that's a
2: lot of words. Here,
1: take my business card,
2: <laughs> duke of whatever the fuck
3: <laughs> duke of someplace. <laughs> that,
2: you got to hand them a pamphlet so they can read your full name. So, a lot of respect,
3: a so, so, lot, lot, uh, lot of respect. I'm, I'm, so you, you got some healing, and what are you guys going to do
0: next? Do f- I'd like to know how much healing I got. No, you don't get to know. I would. Okay, so I'm full up. <laughs>
3: how much I much you it? were going to roll that.
0: I don't, what do I roll?
1: Oh, <laughs> I said 1d6. Uh,
4: dice. 1d6. <laughs> I said that. I don't know how to play your bullshit I didn't, character. I already <laughs> said that. I believe he did say 1d6. Uh, just, yeah. di-
0: just the die roll? Yeah. Sweet, so that's four. So, uh,
4: you happy with that? No, 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 definitely <laughs> do want, not. Do you want to do it or do you want me to?
2: I got this. Here. All right, you come over hand on the shoulder, heel via touch.
3: You got the touch. All right, Shh, What sh- what you give him there?
0: Yeah, I don't. If you want me to roll, I need to know what I'm rolling. <laughs> There's a common theme here,
2: <laughs> plus my charisma. That is 10.
0: That's hot.
1: That's
2: good. All hot.
0: right, <laughs> yep, yep. I was feeling pretty darn good after that.
3: All right, you ready to uh, do some more exploring here?
1: Ready for the second alligator?
4: You're like, yeah. all right. Just, here's just some healing, some second, curse, third, you know, fourth. Now, yeah. we've, all right. we've come to an island. We've been attacked by an alligator. Surely there is treasure lying around at this point, right? That's how they like a chest of some type or a big X on the ground that we have to dig at. We're
1: contractually obligated to have treasure. I think. I mean, right? I believe
4: that's how this works. No. Mm, damn seems harsh oh it's in the alligator let's cut it open. <laughs> that's it all right okay. well, luckily there's some boot holes in it from where you were kicking <laughs> it repeatedly after it died you're <laughs> not kurt russell
3: this is not romancing the stone i'm, I'm out that kirk was, douglas actually but i sorry uh, kirk douglas you know oh my gosh i am i'm actually ashamed of myself for that error there we're all filled with shame for uh, your error but
4: by the way kathleen turner about 1984 mm-hmm No, she wasn't... uh, It's a fine-looking lady. Who is that, you old man? Mm. (laughs) Missouri State Grant. Yeah, she is.
3: She's from from here nearby. Mm -hmm. Um, So now that you're all healed up, you look around the island that you're on. Uh, You are completely certain at this point in time that the rocks once belonged to a large structure. With a little exploration, you discover what appears to be the top of a staircase. A large stone slab, likely once part of a wall, has fallen over the entrance and must be
4: moved.
0: How are you going to move that thing? How many laborers did we bring,
4: Sean? Well, I, I've been looking for them, and they do not appear to have followed us across the lake. That's some sort of oversight. Uh, has, has anyone talked to them or anything since we left? They're a cowardly bunch, aren't they?
1: I, I, I running, would say. Running away at the first sign of alligators.
4: It is. We did send them through the long grass first, so the velociraptors probably got half of them. But <laughs> the point is... Well, you know, strength in
1: numbers, You send like 12 of them in, like six of them are probably going to make it out. I, I was,
4: I was, That Those was are pretty good odds. Four of them yeah.
1: probably
2: won't even be... Maimed at all.
4: I mean, you know.
2: relatively intact. Yeah. Most I've, of their fingers and toes. There's a chance one of them might not even have psychological
4: damage. Yeah. Well, there's a chance. A chance. <laughs> I mean, small.
0: So, oh, Alger's going to look around and I, he assumes he's probably the strongest party member. So, he's going to.
3: This is large enough that you're fairly certain that you're not going to lift this on your own.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> His next When he says otherwise. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I
1: was really hoping that would be a I one.
2: Was
0: be I was hoping I could make that a theme. He just <laughs> like Hulk Hogan it off. Some ridiculous thing in yeah, at 20 every episode.
1: I was hoping it would be
4: a one, but.
1: Well, yeah, hernia. I've,
4: I've yeah. lost roughly half of my muscle mass due to perspiration in this godforsaken <laughs> wilderness, but may I just say that I have a plus two of my assist if you'd like to try to move something. So I've like i got a 14th strength. I can assist as well. So, are they like a team kind of thing? Sure. Can we all get around it. And mm-hmm. How about the scholar? Do you have a lever or something you could use in order to help <laughs> us? I was
1: going to say, like, can I fashion figure a, figure out the, f- the fulcrum point and... Uh, can
0: you use some science to it? You, you, you could try. What do you plan and on scribble
4: doing? Scribble math on it. Hope it, hope okay. it withers oh, away. Oh, you,
0: you kill it with boredom.
4: Nice. <laughs> convince it, <laughs> convince it it has to move because of the math. Oh, yeah, uh, I guess yeah. I got to... All right, all right, let's outsmarted see. that rock. Let's
0: get the assist rolls done first, and then that's more exciting. I do
2: not assist. If, if you're older 13. So, you I assist. There is no
1: uh, I do have crafting. If that would what are you crafting? Uh, some sort of uh, a hole
4: in where the stone was, <laughs> some sort of a
0: space, some sort of crane assembly,
1: maybe several small statues out of the stone that I've carved away.
3: Like, get over here and help with it. No, I'm making a statue. It's a
4: lot of phallic symbols there.
2: What, no, maybe,
1: what's the, maybe he was crafting to uh, I don't, find maybe like a, a sturdy enough branch to, to use I, as a You're not even selling
3: me on the BS at this Damn. point.
4: You don't, you don't even
0: buy it. You're like, uh,
4: I don't know, a stick or whatever. Uh, I, I beat
0: the rock with a dead alligator for four hours.
4: Until <laughs> it just gets tired and walks away.
0: Let's, let's just see the strength check with a plus two for the Father Becker's assist there. Oh, man, that's rough. Uh, so, six, three, eleven. Yeah, you think that you might have to come up with a better plan. This rock is completely unmovable from the strength of men. Sorcerer,
4: begin. Oh, uh... You're a brass golem, right? Didn't we figure that out? That means you're like, you're buff. When, uh sonic damage do much of
1: anything you
3: um, think i mean sonic damage would affect it but right. Everyone covered how ears. much damage versus how much hit points it has
1: see i mean it's only 1d4 but you, you
3: do think the slab would theoretically be movable uh
4: four people alone moving it might be a little bit rough but um you, you might try another method maybe perhaps some advantage perhaps we can go down and disassemble our uh raft and use some of the uh some of the logs if we sharpen them maybe we could get some uh we could all get get some leverage underneath it and, and try to shift it enough out of the way uh to be able to uh, so
0: let, uh, let's take a step back then the this slab is covering the hole on yeah. the top of a tower
3: um so imagine what's happened here is there was once a tower here mm-hmm. with a lower level okay so the tower is mostly gone and at some point in time one of the uh larger stones from the tower fell over what would have been the staircase so you can kind of there's Cracks and crevices you can see down into, but not enough that they're big enough for any of you to get through. So you, you just got to move out of the way enough to, to create a space to to crawl through or walk through.
4: Okay. So we really just have to... Sh- we don't have to... like lift the thing up and, and move. we just have to shift it enough to be able to make yeah. a human size i mean yeah. someone or somebody could drop through or something yeah, like you that. think
3: you could this isn't you know this rock doesn't weigh a hundred tons i said um, it's but you know it weighs enough that four people aren't able to budget easily
4: so how about logs and levers and perhaps you can get the uh the proper angles you can uh, we can get a rope thing going and we get the the wedge action and the, you could draw a diagram so we can try to Lever it over the thing with the stuff.
1: Now that you mention it, I'm glad I brought that complex system of levers and pulleys.
4: I mean, I remember you putting it in your bag, and yeah. I thought to myself, yeah. that seems excessive. But now I'm regretting my statement earlier.
1: Oh, see, they're all eating their words now.
3: Well, that's all
4: riveting. <laughs> so what are you really going to do? <laughs> Math, the podcast. <laughs> yes.
3: Now, if you can demonstrate the angles and the never mind.
4: I thought that's what montages were for. Done. I
0: Montage.
3: still have two acid Dun.
4: flasks. Engineering montage.
3: Oh, um, if we so drop
0: acid, maybe the universe will tell us how to solve this problem. If
3: the academic would like to attempt uh, such a feat of engineering, you may give me a role for sorting that out.
1: Okay, would that be lore academia?
3: I would allow it. Yes. You may indeed do the math on this one. 16. That's pretty solid. You, you, you think this is totally doable. You think that it, all it would take is some simple... Uh, um, uh, you know, a mechanical advantage, some, some levers here. Uh, you could probably easily use some of your logs to jam underneath and just pry it out of the way.
0: It's going to be a
3: montage. So uh, is that what you're going to do? <laughs> yeah. All right. We we don't need to get into the, uh, the specifics of it. You go down, you dismantle your raft, um, maybe you uh, wedge off the ends of them just a little bit so they can ram underneath, uh, give yourself a little fulcrum and
4: go ahead and give me that combined strength check again.
0: We're going uh, to make me primary again.
1: Sure.
4: I have failed. Uh, apparently, I couldn't get enough uh, good grip. These logs are slippery from our trip across the lake.
1: Can all of us just roll them? Sure. Up? It's a straight roll for me. So. Also,
4: we've all got our sleeves rolled 15. up. Fifteen. And, and we're hot yep. and sweaty. I am really sweaty. There's mm-hmm. a lot of sweat underneath this. I mean, plate. like
0: not like hot. Like, it's hot out here. Like... Like calendar B- like, for a woman. Like Bikini Girl. Yeah, I,
4: yeah. Yeah. I got
3: you. Yeah. So, like Adam Levine Super Bowl. You get for me. Well, so, uh, so that, uh, that
4: wasn't exactly
0: what I was thinking. 14, 16,
3: uh, 18, 19. Uh, 19 is enough. You're actually able to make quite a bit of progress with it. Um, the first little heave inches it open, and then you're able to jam those logs in there quite a bit and just slide it off to the side. It's not enough that you can just walk right down the stairs, but without much trouble, you can lower yourselves through the hole and uh, head down below.
0: Jamming things in holes is this podcast specialty. Log
4: jamming <laughs> wasn't that the name of the Big Lebowski? It Hulk was film? the Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep,
0: that was the his little acid trip. Yeah. So this hole in the ground is, of course, well lit.
3: Uh, absolutely not.
4: <laughs> so you guys going to brighten that up in any way? Yeah. Light. What, Same what, thing. Just yeah. out of curiosity, oh, what do you good. cast light on? Actually, you know what? <clears throat> um, good, good question. Um, that's actually a better question than, than I thought, because um, I don't really want to be carrying something around, on the other hand. Um, um, what the heck? This is probably impractical. How about on my breastplate? There you go. Oh, great God of mysteries. Oh, mysterious God. So you're sweaty, glistening chestplate? Mysterious ways. Please light our path into this dark area so that we may serve thee in thy wisdom. Indeed. Cantrip?
3: His <laughs> breastplate sparkles and shines.
0: It's so it. do we just throw it down the hole and it lights <laughs> like the way down? You it? throw him down the hole
2: at this point. Well, I don't know if he was wearing it. Yeah, I am. Oh. He's wearing okay, okay, yeah. The tuck and roll. Ashirian. Uh, pulls out a little necklace from under his shirt and casts the light cantrip on it. So now he's got like a little spotlight on his neck. All
0: right. So you guys are glowing. Don't you need to like pray to some weird god? Flight a
2: half hour. No, because I don't worship gods.
0: Oh weird. So dark and mysterious.
4: Would you like to worship one? No. We can initiate, initiate you in the mysteries of the cult.
0: You have any faith in you? Want some? Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, Father Becker, come down. I, I, I think it's a buggery joke, right? Is that kind of as one? its heavily, an altar boy joke. Heavily implied. No, Judges ruling, well, yes. Well check.
3: So you guys slowly descend the, uh, descend the staircase, and at the bottom you find a large, empty room. Water from the lake has <laughs> seeped in and filled the room nearly knee-deep with cold water. Across the room, you see a single doorway. The door stands on its hinges uh, on the side, having long since rusted away, and what remains, uh, are really, just bits and pieces of wood uh, that propped across it at an angle. So you guys are now in a room here, and the doorway is on the other side of the map. So you guys are gonna head across. Mm-hmm. Go to the other room. <laughs> Around this room, you see nothing but water and floating debris. So as you start to move across the water, emerging, you see several bony hands. They rattle briefly before a skull emerges and then a torso. You recognize them as human skeletons as they slowly rise from their watery graves and move towards you with deadly intent. That'd be initiative, boys.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Uh, 11.
3: Well, you're lucky these are slow skeletons today.
4: Father Becker has a 14.
5: Good day, listeners. This is Saul Carvey, broadsending for Kasserat Public Radio, beaming around the globe from the Hellspire Tower in downtown Kasserat, bringing you the rest of history. Today is a story of a young man named Cal. Cal was useless. Useless, as described in a letter by his own sister. Never found a task too important to shirk, and never applied the entirety of his meager talents to any vocation. To those around him, Cal seemed to have a love affair with mediocrity. As a young man, Cal was apprenticed to a carpenter. He was eventually released and sent home after never gaining the strength, needed to spend a day working a saw or planing a board. Using his father's connections, Cal next apprenticed to a blacksmith. But alas, his lack of strength again became his undoing, as the hammer wore him down too quickly. Then Cal tried his luck as a trapper but all too often he was found napping in the woods instead of setting his traps. He even tried his hands as a tanner for a short time, but he managed to ruin a batch of precious hides. In a final effort, Cal enlisted in the local militia. It was not long he was found sleeping on guard duty and sent home in disgrace, but now his family would not have him. They were ashamed of Cal and turned him away. Homeless and penniless and with nowhere to turn, Cal did the only thing he could think of, he hired on as a deckhand on a merchant vessel and sailed away from everything he knew. But alas, Cal's fortune did not turn. In less than a year, the ship on which he was employed sailed afoul during a storm. Wreckage was found, but no survivors. Cal, along with many, were presumed dead. But the story does not end there. Find out what happened to Cal after a few words from our sponsors.
4: While Nations Rise and Fall kingdoms come and go. Summer, fall, winter, and spring, with birthdays, funerals, and everything in between. While the world turns and the moon casts a watchful eye from above, we will be right here at the heart of the mountain, making McGinty's the same way we always have. McGinty's Dwarven Whiskey. For the finer things in life. Come on down to Carl's Cart
2: Outlet, we have the lowest prices, guaranteed.
4: Hi, I'm Carl Lightfingers, and if you're looking for quality carts at bargain prices, I promise you will not find a better deal in this or any prime material plane. In fact, uh, I'm so sure of it, that if you find a better price, I will not only match it, but I will throw in a set of matching cobalt hide cart mats, absolutely free! So come on down to Carl's Cart Outlet and find your new cart today. That's Carl's Cart Outlet. You'll find us behind Palin's Potions on the corner of Meadow Lane and Righteous Path.
5: Welcome back, listeners. Before the break, you learned about an unfortunate young man named Cal. Believed dead after his ship broke up during a storm, but Cal did not perish in those rough waters. Clinging to an overturned launch, Cal managed to rescue himself and other survivors, including a number of families who had been passengers aboard the doomed vessel. With no small amount of luck, they were able to drift ashore. Finding themselves without resources and alone in an unknown land, with only certain death in front of them, the survivors had little hope. Bacal remembered his time as a trapper, and was soon able to provide food. Using tall grass to fashion makeshift rope, he was able to set snares and catch small game and a short time as a tanner was enough for him to be able to work the hides into clothing and coverings. Using primitive tools and hard work, Cal was able to use what he learned as a carpenter to direct the building of simple but effective log homes. Cal's small stature may have held him back in his youth, but now with willing laborers Cow was able to organize a ragtag group of survivors to great effect. Before long they had built for themselves a small village and lived fairly comfortably waiting for rescue. It would be many years before they were discovered, by then the group had found tin and copper in the nearby hills and with cal's knowledge of blacksmithing he were able to forge tools and weapons of bronze when at last a small group of explorers sailed nearby, they found not a group of desperate castaways but a happy thriving settlement when they decided to not be rescued and instead claimed the land as their own eventually the settlement became a town and the town grew to be a city A city named in honor of the man to whom those survivors owed their lives. A man who took a history of failures and made them a recipe for survival. That is why along the shores of northern Belistad, in the city bearing his name, overlooking the sea, you will find a bronze statue of a young man of small stature. A statue of Caliban. And now you know the rest of history. Good day.
0: Okay. Alder smiley Smiley III, Duke of Caliban, inheritor of the Golden Fleet, Lord of the Red Sand Shores, has a 16.
2: All right, uh, we have four bad guys, correct? We do, and they're all on the
3: same initiative, which is two.
0: Hi. Ah. Is this Shadowrun rules? Can we go twice if we have like a 10 plus? No.
2: I wish. Alder, you're first.
0: All right, well, Alder didn't get a chance to say I had my weapon out already, so we're going to take an action to draw a weapon.
4: My assumption was that a, a ready combatant like yourself, a, a man of action, a man of danger, would have had his weapon out already. A man terribly scared of alligators in knee-deep water. <laughs> so what I'm gathering
3: from all of this is that you spent your first action pulling out that weapon that you didn't have in your hand. That's <laughs> about right.
0: Boom. All right. So uh, we'll pull the weapon. Will The second action was a bluff check. <laughs> that's, that's free. If it's in real life. I will run up to this guy and I'll raise a shield. And that's all my three actions.
3: And at this point, the water is not restrictive in any way. Actually,
0: can I take that back? Uh, sure. I'm going to uh, draw my weapon, raise a shield, and ready in an action. If an a-, a bad guy gets within five feet, I'll stab him.
3: There you go. Um, it takes two actions to ready an action. It's one to ready and one to actually use
0: the action. We'll gamble then and no shield.
3: No shield. No shield. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you are drawing your weapon and ready in action. Yeah. Okay. So who is next?
2: Next is Father Becker.
4: <clears throat> Father Becker points his finger at one of those foul creatures rising from the muck and says, Oh, great God of mysteries, please do something to that awful thing so that it does not get any closer to me and, I guess, my companions. I'll cast Disrupt Undead, the cantrip. All right. Let's see here. Um, I will... Uh, oh, sorry. Okay. Go, oh, ahead. You're, go ahead and do your thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to mention that uh, I don't have to hit him with a touch attack. Uh, they just uh, may make a fortitude save for half damage. Uh, he got an 11 on the fort save. Okay. He misses it, so he'll take full damage. That's eight points of, posit- well, uh, presumably positive energy damage. It just says Which- he... Which Oh, uh, are you? that skeleton that looks um, somewhat... Uh, the one in the corner there, yeah, mm-hmm. that one that Over looks here? somewhat right. like a... That
3: that's a, looks like a human skeleton, even though the mini may not exactly match. Sure,
4: it looks like a human skeleton to me. And uh, I will then also cast the cantrip uh, shield. And what was the total damage oh, on I'm sorry. I'm sorry, that's eight. Eight damage, all
3: right. Um,
4: Popped him, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. He does indeed. um. So, let's count some squares for no random reason whatsoever. Oh, okay. Oh, goody. So, this here is Alder. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Alder, you are just far enough out, and I need the rest of you to give me some will saves.
0: Ha! Suck it!
3: 21.
4: All right. Yeah.
0: All right.
3: Ethan makes it.
4: Yes. Hmm. 15, I would think.
2: 18.
3: All right. So, you all make this... uh, This will save. So, Father Becker, you cast the spell. Uh, Positive energy erupts from within the the skeleton. I say, huh. And Mm -hmm. there is, once again, an explosion. Oh. This one is a little more... It blasts out further than the one from the alligator. The alligator had a lot of force. This one really sends forth a wave uh, more so. So, the three of you made your save, so you take three damage. But the skeleton, it pretty much disintegrates.
2: Oh, nice. So, I did not realize we had a uh, very powerful priest in-
4: <laughs> joining us. Well done, Father! What what the hell was that? Uh, I, 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 uh, that is the power of my great and mysterious God. I say, wiping away burnt off eyebrows and muck and and skeleton goof. That worship him, my my God, my God. <laughs> Um, so how many actions was that? That was two, plus the uh, cast shield to okay. uh, raise a uh, magical shield. Okay. Um, wait, did, so how many actions did you use total? What, so your spell
3: was one? Act, the disrupt on dead was, was one?
4: Disrupt undead was two, and then uh, is shield? shield is one. Shield is only one? It's verbal, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'll double check, but that's what I got. Okay,
3: no, it's fine. I thought we I said shield was two, but if it's just one, it's just one. Um,
4: maybe, maybe I'm wrong.
2: Uh, we'll
3: look that up. And we're going to go ahead and move forward for now.
2: And who's next? Uh, after Father Becker is Haytham. Ah,
1: excellent. I think the one uh, closest to Father Becker. I will throw an acid flask at him. So this guy here. Yeah. Go.
3: Yes,
2: that one right there. The viewers. Oh, well, that's only an eight.
3: That is a miss.
2: I believe
1: I took wick bomber as my class feat so I could draw two with the one interact action so you're going to take your second or your third
3: action will be your second attack
1: yes (laughs) Uh, that is a ten
4: also a miss (laughs) man well how much did you miss it by I might remind the group or actually mention to the group because it occurs to me I have not reminded you yet this session. If you think you've missed something by one, you just let old Father Becker know and maybe he can help you a little bit. Why, Father Becker, I believe we've never heard you mention that at all. So. I, yeah, Not in this continuity, I suppose. <laughs> not on this yes. timeline. No. Let me mention it then for the first time ever. Each of those oh. has
1: one splash damage.
3: Uh, okay, so you take two splash damage to...
0: Uh, the skeleton over closest to Father Becker. If you're gonna bullshit the GM, sound like more confident
1: though. <laughs>
3: that's,
0: that's actually a good tip. It <laughs> Really is.
1: Those uh, those have splash damage. So Remember,
0: kids, it's it. okay to lie to the GM. Just don't do it weak. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's up next?
2: Uh, after Hatham is me, Ashurian. What you gonna do? Um, so I'm going to spend two actions casting and summoning a bobcat.
4: What bobcat with a bobcat? bobcat! Yeah, bobcat. That doesn't sound very scary or terrifying in any way. I'm sure it will do moderate amounts of damage. Doesn't
2: sound Yeah, well, either. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just the first on the list that I saw, guys. Oh, I mean, yeah. I just, I just picked that on the top Seems because so it was easy. So Where choice?
3: is this cat going to be?
2: He's going to be summoned, um, just to the side of Alder. Uh, yes, and between Alder and Hate I should mm-hmm.
0: say. I'm going to put my making fun of you on hold for a minute. <laughs> Since you appear to be helping me,
2: no,
3: you so. don't actually have to wait that minute. We can continue. On. <laughs> so no, no, no. He
2: said, "He said, on hold, on hold. Yeah, I'm no, waiting. No, no. Let's see how this. Let's on see how
3: this plays out." Th- so that is two actions. Um, now, interestingly enough, um, you spent those two actions to cast. Does your cat get to do anything?
2: Um, not right now. So not
3: on the first round. On first so round,
2: because th- th- I'm going to spend the third action giving guidance to into Alder.
3: Okay, so Alder has guidance, and that's your three actions. Who's up next?
2: Uh, after me is the baddies. The baddies are going
3: to do something here. So we're just going to go kind of around the table here, and this guy's going to move up. And he's going to move up to say there, and this guy's going to move up to say there, and this guy going to move up to say here. Now, I know what you're thinking, Alder, and we're going to get to you in just a moment, <laughs> but let's start over on the side here with Father Becker.
0: So the skeleton has gotten Father Becker's face, and then the skeleton's gotten in, what, uh, Hatham's face? Uh, yes, and then one in Alder's
1: face And also Also the uh, cat is within Range of two of them though
3: That's a good point, so. I'm ignoring So <laughs> Father Becker um, That is a What is that, that is a 17 to hit <clears throat>
4: That is Even with my shield raised That is precisely what you need in order
3: to hit The good news is that's a whopping one damage mm-hmm. So Hatham Same thing for you oh, That is less, that is now,
1: only a 13 to hit Oh, uh, that doesn't hit. Does not hit? No. Okay.
0: I don't want to interrupt, but we may have glossed over something right there. What's that? Now, Sean, did you just take one damage? I did, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure we didn't do a, a ray shield mechanic check.
4: I, I yeah I didn't use it to okay. try to block that amount coming in. I thought I'd go ahead and take it. Go and take that
3: one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're to Alder. Alder, I believe you have ready to actions. Gonna go I off, do. Because this in thing fact, attacks you, so let's
0: and, go ahead and get fact, that. In I feel embolstered by Shirion. I've got a mascot right next to me. I mean, this is this is meant to be. Uh, Ten. Ten plus plus five plus one. one, so sixteen is what we've got. That's a hit. All right. However, I, my repair may not be as useful in this scenario as I fear. Uh, that's five damage.
3: Now, just out of curiosity, what kind of damage
1: would that be? I
0: believe it's it's piercing. Let me... That's,
1: that's piercing damage.
0: Let me double check, though. Uh,
1: it's probably bludgeoning, actually. That seems logical oh, blud- to me. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, you clearly... You but you bludgeon, so I mean, some to death. it's a repair to death.
1: It's a blunt sort of uh, brutish weapon. It is piercing.
3: So normally, when you would stab somebody in such an efficient manner, uh, with such an astounding move, you would have pierced their skin and dealt a fair amount of damage. Uh-huh. However, the skeleton doesn't have any skin, doesn't have uh-huh. any organs. So as the rapier goes in between its bones, it appears to do absolutely nothing.
4: Gives you a bony little finger. They're <laughs>
0: immune. They're immune to, to swords.
4: Run, everyone! <laughs> <Me>. Run! <laughs> I stand looking at my morning star. So, so here comes that juicy attack. Uh, It's not that juicy. Uh,
3: That is a 15.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I didn't erase my shield. Um,
3: Because once again, uh, massive one damage. Uh, This D6 may have a short life. It may be getting thrown across the room. Where's the door? Let's just swap that out for next round.
2: Ooh, that D6 is in dice jail. Yep. Who's next? Uh, After the baddies, it goes back to Alder.
0: Uh, Alder is
4: sensing... A weakness in his strategy. Alder might notice a morning star that is uh, on the on the. Well, I guess I well, you you pretty much ruled we didn't have it in our hands if we didn't say it, right? No, you should. Sure well, right there on his belt, there's a morning star right there with all its bludgeoning goodness. Hmm. To
3: to be clear, it's not necessarily impenetrable. You would just have to reach that it's called a threshold of some sort, like maybe some sort of a, a resistance.
2: Well, but I mean, like their resistance to they have like a resistance to a certain damage type or
0: something. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, my my mighty blows slay men in one go. So clearly, he's immune to melee damage of all kinds. What about yeah. your blows? <laughs>
4: mm.
0: Blows before hose. Uh, let's see. We're gonna do some sort of. Uh, now, as long as you stay in base contact, can you move around, or is that am I confusing additions again? There
3: is, and if you can provoke from them, if they have the action to take, But they have to
1: have that reaction available. You can do the five foot step as an as an action that well, won't. Provoke. Let's
0: see what these guys were in a past I think life. It's just called a guarded step. Now
1: I'm I'm gonna just walk
0: around to him mm-hmm. to get in the flank with this new bobcat thing. And he, if he attacks, he attacks.
3: He does not attack you.
0: All right, so like they're too stupid to attack. Just walk around them. Uh, I'm going to raise my shield for my second action, and let's swing for the fences on this attack.
1: Big money. No, no
0: whammies. whammies. Whammy. <laughs> no.
1: Whammies. All right. I think well, um, said no whammies. That's twelve. We specifically asked for
2: the opposite.
3: That was, was a miss. Uh, All right. We need to bring this up. That was your three <laughs> actions. No, sorry.
4: Three. Move, oh. raise shield, attack. Oh. There you go. Who's next?
2: After Alder is Father Becker.
4: Okay. So, that worked uh, surprisingly well last turn. Uh, Genuinely surprisingly, I'm going to attempt it again. Okay. Um, Having noticed that um, whenever uh, the uh, Alder uh, walked in a provocative manner and didn't appear to uh, provoke any reaction from these creatures, I'm going to go ahead and attempt a ranged... um, You know what? I forgot. It's not even a ranged touch attack. Saving throw. Disrupt undead. Disrupt undead?
3: Uh, Are you doing the one right here in front of you? Yes. Oh, great god.
4: Among gods. Please disrupt this undead. I don't know why I rolled that number, because that's not the correct.
3: (laughs) Um, So I got a 16
4: on my saving throw? So you're going to half damage, actually, for this. And uh, so take two. Well, that was considerably less Hmm. exciting so this month. is going to be a really interesting
3: sequence of events. So let me explain this clearly just to be That's for certain. Well, I'm now right, looking forward to this. To hear the so, say. for example, you did just uh, a measly two points of damage, which would not have been enough to kill the creature. However, it was what type of damage again?
4: Uh, it is presumably positive energy damage because it's specifically a disruptor. So we're,
3: we're going to call it that. We're going to rule it that. Um, for now. So you think that maybe that uh, increased the damage? To a certain degree, much like it did before, uh, increased it enough that uh, these simple, uh, easy zombies are uh, easily killed. That's a lot of easies for one sentence, but this is enough. That's indeed enough. Um, as your positive energy comes arcing out from your fingertips towards the zombie, there is once again that explosion, just like there was the first time. The zombie or this uh, the skeleton, however, is not across the room like the other. This one's right up in your face. So, um, the the explosion happens again and I need saving throws from each and every one of you.
1: Uh, will saves, did you say? They
0: are indeed will saves. Your GM ship, can we enter the metagaming corner real quick? What's that? Would, uh, that skeleton in front of Hatham also have to make some sort of roll? Well,
4: funny story. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, a chain. (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Uh, Well, I've doomed us all. So I've got a
1: (laughs) 13 on that.
4: All right, uh, seventeen over here. Thir-
3: uh, Thirteen is
0: uh, yes. That saves. I, oh, I'm
3: in Ooh. the blast radius. Oh, yes, you are all easily within
0: the blast radius. Nah, that's. I call bullshit. I think uh, that's a
2: we're reflex, right? I think they're right, all about to Will? explode. Mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of 17? them. Seventeen.
0: Yes, that. that
2: yep. I have twenty, and hold on, I'm I'm rolling for my Bobcat because he's definitely within the blast radius too. <laughs> so I'm
0: disbelieving this explosion. Uh, you, you may indeed
1: <laughs> Ooh,
2: Reality Ooh. Uh, The bobcat critically fails that
3: So the bobcat takes six damage
2: Ooh he does not feel so good Rest in peace Mr. Stark
3: The rest of you who did uh, make the save You take three He says
0: meow What? Get it? It's like
3: ow like, but he's a cat, cat Meow mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay so here's what happens One of the skeletons made their save One of them did not um, the one of them who did not, uh, which would be this one over here, who is in the middle of Flank, he disintegrates, goes Harmlessly. away, yeah. just like the one over in front of Father Becker did just a moment ago. So, um, however, there is also another explosion uh, as this one
1: goes away. <laughs>
3: so I need uh, some will saves from everybody.
4: My God is the God of Hellfire. Oh.
1: We're all within range again.
4: You are indeed all within range wow, of screw, oh. screw the uh, pooch well, on that one. The
1: 21. 21 so.
4: saves. Failed it for sure. What'd you get? Uh, seven.
3: That is a failure.
4: Eight's definitely good to go.
2: Eight is a failure. <laughs> I got 20, but the Bobcat got eight. All right, so the
3: Bobcat, as well as Alder and Father Becker, all fail the save, so you take six damage. Hatham and Shirian take three damage. There is another skeleton over here that did not go down on that last one, so let's see if he made a save. Oh, he did make a save, so he only takes three damage, interestingly enough. That is enough to kill that skeleton. And I knew it. He he, (laughs) he dies in a fiery explosion. Um, Actually, it's not fiery. It's just an explosion. Oh, so the Bobcat is dead. Oh, the, the Bobcat does not explode, at least. Um, so, uh, everybody, give me will saves again. 20. Well, 14?
4: Shucks. Uh, 11?
3: So, uh, 11, interesting enough, is exactly it. So you do uh, What? I'm sorry, what did you say? Older? I got a 14. So that's a save Asherian? 19. All right, so you, uh, hate them. you made? I got a 20. Yeah, so you guys only take three <laughs> oh, points that of damage, all? um, from that one. Um, once again the, the, these explosions are technically three different pops
4: you know I'm down to one hit point left <laughs> exactly <laughs> that is
0: that that could uh, be an interesting moment here oh, so I have four times as many as that
2: <laughs> wait so you said they exploded in, with a fiery explosion they weren't actually fiery okay.
3: so it was just energetic uh, yeah that was a little energetic description there uh, the reality is it was just a, a straight up explosion oh, okay um, of negative energy that kind of burst forth from them as they died. Um, now, those three, that, that chain there kind of went off in a, a three distinct but very quickly uh, quick pops there. Uh, but as the final one explodes, um, you hear another sound and you realize very quickly it is rushing water that the bursts of negative energy have weakened spots in the wall. And now water from the lake is rushing in. Oh, boy. You think you only have a little time before the chamber is Filled with water, and you're unable to proceed. Uh, you do, however, clearly see the room in front of you uh, with unknown peril lying within. Do you have the courage to proceed? Are you going to move forward and see what you can find in this other room before it is impassable? Well, let's find out on the next episode of the Adventures Vault podcast.
4: Oh, come on. Uh. Loot, 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 loot. loot.